Anybody smell that? Y'all smell that, right? Oh, I smell it. Yeah, I smell it. It smells so good, too, man. I smell a review coming on, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fresh out the oven. Dylan, Joel, Whiskey, the Whiskey Podcast. Ready for another review Fresh of that low end, that high end. Y'all ready for this? Because I ain't ready. You better be How ready. How low can we go? Oh, yeah. How high can we go? <laughs> you get pretty high. Uh... So this week, anything new? Anything uh, whiskey yeah. news for you? Yeah, I picked up a couple of stuff this week, just a little bit. I stocked you know? up. I went to uh, Discount Liquor uh, not too long ago, and shout uh, out to Discount here yeah. in Milwaukee. Discount Woo-hoo! Liquor, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's an adventure, but you get uh, you get some discounted liquors. Yeah. yeah, there's no lying about that. You get, uh, you get, uh, your money goes a little further there. Yeah. Out in Winter Lake, Wisconsin, got this guy named Amon. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. So yeah. we're gonna go there soon, yeah. Joel and I. I have not been, but. Joel keeps talking it up, and this guy... Shout out to Amon's beer, man. We're going to report back. We're going to report back on Amon's. Oh, yeah. The way you're talking this place up. Yep. We're going to report back on that. Mm-hmm. If you're in the area... Go there. Check it out. I have not heard... I've lived here almost 19 years. I haven't heard of it, so... And it's only like a 20-minute drive. From yeah, 20, 25. 25 minute drive from my house. Yeah. Not so, too bad. <clears throat> uh, we're going to have to report back on the Mons. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't know what time this recording may be out. Um, I know it probably won't be out before we are going to do an Instagram Live at the time of this recording the next day. So... We're gonna fill that out, and uh, who knows what we're and, gonna... and see what's going on about that. So, for all you now, you other podcasters out there, you just gotta stop contacting us. We're not ready to go on <laughs> to your show yet. Yeah, we're yeah, just yeah, getting yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. So stop blowing up my phone, man. <laughs> I mean, we'll come on your show down the road, but let us get on our feet. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We're new All right, to this. Joel, you got the low end. Yeah, I got the low end today. Give me the low down. Well, like I said, the previous podcast—it's not a shocker that I love Jim Beam products. No, but coming at you, old granddad, Bondit, one hundred proof. Okay. See that man on the front? That's an old granddad. Basil Hayden himself. That has his own line through the Jim Bean distillery. Basil <laughs> Hayden. That's him right there. Okay. Reason why I put this low in. High rye mash bill. Yeah. Get this for about proof. The 20 some buck range, 20 to 24. And, uh. OGD. OGD, man. I'm it's, telling you. Uh, it's worth it. Well, this is a one liter bottle. Yeah, so one it's liter. It's a little thicker <laughs> bottle. It's Kind of a dark color. Yeah. 
Um, aged about four years, I want to say. Not uh, sure about the mash bill. Got to look that up. But I know for sure it's a four-year product. For the price. <laughs> what is the price? Uh, 20 to 24 bucks. 20 to 24. Okay. For a liter? Yeah, for a liter. Wow. For a liter, So this kind of competes with Rittenhouse Rye at that price range. Somewhat. What is Even though this is, like... a, this is a bourbon, that's a rye, but... Yeah, I get high, what you're saying. High rye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a high rye bourbon. Yeah, Rittenhouse Rye is like more, more rye, right? Ooh. Huh. Vanilla. Vanilla. Vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. That's what I see. Or smell. Vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. Yeah. So, uh, this mash bill is uh, 63% corn, 27% rye, and then 10% malted barley. And like I said before, the age, the age is uh, four years. Really? Four years? Yeah, it's impressive <clears throat> for, for an H. I mean, for that with you, price. with you being an international guy. <laughs> even though I keep on saying the uh, is from Jim Beam Distillery, but it's Beam Suntory now. Mm. Suntory kind of mm-hmm. bought into this, so I think they bought out Beam. I want to say Suntory. So it's called Bean Centauri. Okay. The Japanese whiskeys that's out there. Wonder if that'll make a difference. Kind of like Miller Coors. Yeah, something like that. Like, does that make a difference? They do have a whiskey out there that they collaborated with. That I have. Really? Some Centauri and here. Jim Bean. Yeah. Is it a Japanese or American? It's American, so huh. it's called Legion. Well, they use uh, Japanese barrels. Nah, I think it's just something that they just try it. I need to look more into it, but I I have a bottle at the house. Man, you're right about the vanilla. Oh man, like when you smell this. You don't think of a twenty to twenty-four dollar no thing. That's the beautiful thing about whiskey. Like with all the other <laughs> spirits that are out there, like vodka and stuff like that, you could kind of tell the difference with stuff. I mean, there probably are good twenty-four dollar vodkas out there, but when it comes to whiskey, you get some that's like sixteen. 15 that are just really good. Mm. Mm. Wow. That is good. I know one thing. Uh, especially for the price. Doesn't taste like a four year old whiskey to me. It is excellent. That price is really good. Yeah, it is. Imagine doing this 
like in our previous podcast, like doing this blind with the Knobcrete 12, yeah. since they're both 100 proof, yeah. which one would we pick? It would be surprising. Right. I could, well, okay, that's a good comparison because, for me, that's a good comparison because I can taste, I can taste more of the alcohol burn and the heat in this one. Yeah, yeah. Compared to the 12, for yeah, sure. Exactly. It's but, a little bit, has that, that bite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bite. And not as rich and just mm-hmm. um, a little more... Uh, just alcohol burn but still with some good bourbon notes and character yeah hmm. super high rye yeah yeah 20, 27% rye in there Let me put a... It's a buy. Drop of water in there and see what happens. It's a buy. Super good. You know what that'd be good in? in a whiskey old-fashioned. Yeah. Oh. It would cut <laughs> through. Like, uh, you know how... Um, what was that What was that one we had at Mike and, Mike and 90s? We made those old fashions. Yeah, out. wild turkey 101. Wild turkey. It's like wild, cuts through like wild turkey. Not exactly, but yeah, it's got the cutting yeah, power. That, that wild turkey one, 101 is another bang for your book. Yeah, it is. Man, it's super tasty. Yeah, this would be great in a uh, just a little splash of lemon. So this is uh, what I would say that is an everyday drinker. If you don't want to drink all your nice stuff, or nice stuff, yeah, um, you have this sitting around. Uh, have it for cocktails. Totally. Or especially if you, on when you got friends over and they're you're making cocktails, you go through a yeah. bottle easy. Yeah, or they want to drink it straight up or whatever. Something you sit out on the front porch with, man, and on a midweek night. And you don't want to drink the good stuff quite yet because it's not Friday yet. And the alcohol is burn it. is not as bad as some of the cheap junk oh, out there. I mean, yeah. you could go, you could go really close to this price and get so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at this uh, from a different end, the low end thing. You're like. Let me bring a low end that is good as it can be. Because all the ones you brought so far are pretty good. I look at the low end and I'm like, I want to see how low we can go. <laughs> well, we're going to cover it all. Mm-hmm. So. Because we're two guys that love whiskey. Yeah, trying to cover it all. <laughs> yeah, I get down with this. So what's your... Thought about your rating yet? See, with me, I think about availability, what it offers, and the price. So, if I give it the same score as a high-end one, I'm not saying that it's on the same level. I'm saying that I'm scoring it high just because of what 
it it is and what it has to offer at price point availability and character at that price point I must say that's a good that's an easy 82 82 a- easy 82 I'm saying 85 to the 88 Eight, eighty-eight, eighty-eight, range. eighty-five wow. to eighty-eight. Just because twenty dollars. Man, you're a fan. The t- twenty-some dollars a liter, available on the shelf, one hundred proof. Yeah. Aged more than two years is at four. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at it that way, you're right. The character is up there. It's not like a. You can actually sip this neat and enjoy it. And yeah, that's why I'm giving it that 85 to 88 range just because it's hmm. like, I don't know. Uh, there There's some other ones out here that we're going to review too that's like on the same level as the price and stuff and maybe even better. But man, I tell you. If you're someone that wants to get good stuff and your funds are not right or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, That's a bargain. This is a bargain right here. And there's probably some, <laughs> tell you the truth, it could be some mid-range ones out there from 50 to 60 that might be not as good as whole granddad bonded. I'm pretty sure there's some out there. So. I wouldn't know. Yeah. So if I you guys see this. I haven't come across it. A liter. I'm sure to, you're right. A liter, 20 to 25 bucks. Grab it. 100 proof. Four years old. Flavor. Character. I mean, it's not going to knock your socks off. But. Man. And if you like to make cocktails, this is Perfect. Mm-hmm. For making cocktails, so you don't yeah. have to feel guilty about using a good bottle, and it's just as good as like uh, what's that one I meant? You mentioned I forgot already. Knob <laughs> Creek. No, no, uh, the one we had at Mike and Heidi's. Oh, Wild Turkey. Wild, Wild Turkey. Yeah, yeah. It's along the lines of that. Yeah. I mean, great for cocktails, good zipper, but you don't have to worry about burning a whole bottle in one night. Or burning your wallet in one night as well. So, 25 bucks, you can have a good Friday night. <laughs> but the friend just sharing this bottle. The well, talk. I opened my eyes, man. I'll keep yeah. my eyes open because... I will say this is a, you know how art is a conversation piece. I will say this is something that you can enjoy with a friend and talk about it. And then you can lead up into the Jim Beam line like you. You're an international whiskey guy. Scotch, Japanese, Irish. Bring this over. It's a Mm. great entry Mm -hmm. level to me. For someone that's already into whiskey, to get them into bourbon. I mean, because sip on this, 
probably the rest of the night and be okay with it and be able to discuss about it. Like, what do you like about this? I smelled this. I smelled that. I taste this. I taste that. Wait, it's a liter? How much is this again? Really, it's like $22 a bottle or something yeah, like that? Yeah, 20 to 25 20 to 25 depending on where you buy it? Yep. All right. Let me uh, rinse out my glass here. We won't even stop the show. We're just going to continue on. So buy that, people. If you, I mean, most of you, if you listen to this show, yeah, you see old granddad you probably already know about it buy it up going high end are you ready for this Balcones Texas single malt whiskey pot distilled 53% 53% um, It's probably aged about two years Texas Usually most uh, of their stuff is I don't know, it doesn't say I don't think I think most of their stuff is Because that climate that they get uh, I'm excited about <clears throat> uh, Single malt In the U.S. Because they're starting to, it's starting to pop up everywhere, where you see, you used to see maybe three single malts in the U.S. about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Not too many, and now it's like here's one, there's one. It's all over now. <clears throat> it's really coming out, yeah. So uh, because I'm a single malt fan, and we have why why can't we make it here? I just want to know why we can't. I mean, we even have peat bogs in Wisconsin. So, I'm like, we have all the ingredients true. right here. Yes, we uh, we don't have Scotland. The, 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 the climate. The and climate and the sea and the sheep and whatever. But, why not? Give it a little time. Why couldn't we? Trying to figure out the years of this one. All right. I know it's out there. It'll come to me. This is, I want to uh, say that it's probably about at least two years old because of that climate that they got in Texas. No. heat. Belconis makes a couple of different kinds of yeah, they single got a, malt. Yeah. They got one that has like this uh, Greek symbol on it. I don't know what it looks, uh, what it is. It's like a zero with a slash through the middle. Hmm. That's not this one. This one just has a number one uh, on there that just says Texas Single Malt Whiskey Pot Distilled. And I was right. Ace, it is dark. Ace two years. Yeah, ace two years. And this, like you said, is 100% malted barley. And what is this? 106 proof? Says? 53. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that color, that is a dark, dark color. 
that heat, man, from that wood. I'm guessing that this is uh, first fill barrels. Yeah. Like I said, in Texas, they can't age things for too long because of that heat. Like, two years is basically the max, which I don't lean towards two, but you got to give them credit. Some of these Texas distilleries, the character that they could <laughs> produce in a two-year span huh. is remarkable. Yeah. Because one year down in Texas, man, one summer's got to be... Oh, yeah. Warehouses. 105 heat index, probably. Okay. The only thing I can say about Balcon is it's not a bad thing. If I did a blind tasting and knows the first glass, I, I, I think I could pick them out very easily. Because most, most of their stuff has just smells the same to me. You just get that heavy malt. Because I don't think that malt level, malt level in scotch is that heavy. I don't think. It is strong. I smelled it in the wow. baby blue. I can smell it in their other rye that they have. It is... I, I, I can smell it and be like, this is Balcones. At first, I was smelling like a dry erase board. You know, like uh, that dry erase marker. Like I said, me being a bourbon guy, it's going to take me quite a time to get used to Balcones. I don't, I can't say that I, I dislike them. I do like that rye that they have. Which I think has a heavy malt character. But I need to look that up to see if it does or not. Because it is a rye. But that's all I'm smelling is what... You know, I could easily pick them up. That malt presence is strong. I'm smelling like... Uh, now, I wonder like if that... Dark, dried fruits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I get that. I, I wonder if that malt... Overripe. Presence could be super heavy because of the climate, you know? That's in Texas, that warm weather, maybe. Because I'm thinking that scotch, some scotches have that same malt level too, but we don't pick it up as easily just because it's more milder and colder. Yeah, and because when I smell they scotch, they don't use first fill barrels either. Yeah, they're using like refill. That's true. So Very I mean, heavy. If this is refill, that's strange. There's such a this. Uh, you know what that reminds me of is the uh, the maraschino cherries. You know, the, the, oh the yeah, thick syrup. Get it, get it. Yeah, in a, in a Manhattan. It's yeah. like a, there's similarities to a Manhattan. I smell here. a Manhattan that's slightly smoked. You know how they do those smoked yeah. cocktails? Bubble that's what I'm in. picking up. I smell the cherry. Yeah. The wood. That sweet smoke. <laughs> and a little, that, 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 that peat. Yeah, that peat. that's where it is. That's where it is. Okay, sweet vermouth 
when it gets, you know, when it oxidizes, yeah, it changes flavor. And someone and it kind of starts smelling. Someone put that huge glass over the cocktail glass with that smoke thing. I don't know the name of it because <laughs> I never had a cocktail like that before. But that's what happened. Wow. Okay, this is a. Uh... As single malts go, I haven't even tasted it yet, but as single malts go in the U.S., this is uh, uh, the richest mm. that is unpeated that I've ever come across. Brown sugar at front, up up front, and in uh, a vanilla, a little bit of nutmeg. Back in, I get a lot of California raisins that's in the box. Yeah, dark dried fruits. Yeah. California raisin, man. Oxidized. I felt like that there's some raisins with some sunglasses on playing instruments right in front of us. Remember those commercials? (laughs) One has a saxophone. Then they do a uh, Run DMC style. Man, I can't with a ten of shoes, at one time, at one point. I miss those commercials. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Now, one thing I will say. I'm just getting a blast of oxidized vermouth. This will be one American whiskey that you cannot. That's not entry level, because there's so much going on. This is like. This is different. Really different. Yeah, it is. Like if someone was like, hey man, get me in the whiskey. And I'm like, oh, yeah. have you had whiskey before? Nah, man. Tell me a good one. The first thing I would not say is <laughs> Balconis. Balconis? They're going to be like, malt. That's huh? where you start. No, this yeah. is like not where you start. Nah. This is, uh, you got to get some experience to get, to get going on this. Yeah, you got to have appreciation for whiskey. That's what I will say. You have to appreciate it. You know what? Of all sides of the spectrum. You gotta have appreciation for the international part of it. And also what they do here in the States. Because you get a mix of the two. Um, Because if... I didn't know about Balcones. Because I know the profile and all that stuff. But if this was my first time drinking this. If I was a straight up legit bourbon guy and I never had a taste of scotch, Irish or Japanese I would have been like wait a second <laughs> what it, what the heck is going on here but since I'm in kind t- of both those regions you're actually talking me uh, away from the edge a little on this I was uh, I was not liking it that much really? But I, you talk some I sense like into me a little because this is not a beginner's malt. It's not. By mm-hmm. any means. No. Far from it. There's something else there, too. Now, for you bourbon listeners uh, that are out there, before. you guys may not like this. But with me being around Dylan, even though I'm a bourbon guy, like, even before I was in bourbon... I kind of cut my teeth. Hmm. 
Um, down the road, which I cut my teeth on bourbon furs, but it was like Evan Williams Black Label, which I mentioned before on here before. Jim Beam White Label, Jack Daniels, whatever. Even though that's not considered a bourbon, that's a Tennessee whiskey. But after a while, when I thought I was mature, being a man, scotch, that's what I liked. And then when the bourbon boom started, the profile of bourbon was more appealing to me. I'm like, man, these uh, Kentucky guys know how to do it. And not only that, now we got these craft distilleries popping up now that are doing just as good as the guys in Kentucky. But now being around Dylan more, um, even though I still had love for Scotch, if he offered me one, I'll take it. Would I buy a bottle of it since I was into bourbon? No. But now since we started this podcast, I have a small Scotch collection because I looked up the information, know what my profile is for Scotch, and I'm like, you know what? These are the Scotches that I like, and it's probably more than 10 or 12 yeah it's just you got to find the right ones for you so a lot of the ones you bought you've like had before yeah or you know you yeah. like them mm-hmm. now about conus i will say this i personally will probably not buy a bottle of this because this is not my profile but to have a pour of it is nice to me, refreshing, and um, it's a experience. Um, I want to say that I will buy a bottle for myself because I like that rye too a lot that you have from them, but I would never buy a bottle for it yeah, because we'll that pretty fast. Yeah, I, I, me personally, I would not buy a bottle for myself, but. Dylan's profile fits this. Nah. It doesn't. I'm, uh, I'm into malt. That's why I bought it. But it's like they're trying to go for a sherried malt. Like, maybe they sat down on a pe- with a piece of paper and like, let's try I to t- make a sherried malt. I'll tell you what, Dill. Uh, American sherried malt. The only thing I have against Balcones, I mean... I, I, I give them all the credit in the world just because of what they got to deal with in Texas with the climate. For them to age these two-year whiskeys, they give them so much character. Because, to me, this it's like by far a two-year whiskey. You'll think this will be at least eight. Hmm. Eight or nine or something. Yeah. The only knock I have against it that's why I would never buy the bottles for them or anything. Is the finish? I just don't like the finish, the taste of the finish. Their signature. You think it's their signature? It's like a it's crazy earthy in all taste. their stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think all the nose, the nose even smells the same. All the I had that baby blue that you shared with me. Mm-hmm. Same nose, same finish, and the same for the rye. Up front, amazing. I wouldn't say it has the same nose this time. Um, tasting this now, maybe it's because it's had some time in the bottle. It's been a while since I had this. 
this is this is uh that yeah. dried fruit that oxidized vermouth and i get a lot of dried oak for something that's two years old which is weird I don't know if you feel the same way or what. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's so overkill on the oak that it's... uh, Like I said, that heat probably just... That wood just took everything in from the heat. Huh. Um, I still don't... uh, I mean, look how dark that is for two years. Can you imagine it? It's got more flavor now. Than it did the first time we tasted it. But looking at the color. Yeah. I mean, looking at the color of the whiskey, you're like, that's older than two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the mix. Or did they use, like, X sherry casks? I looked up information and stuff, and I didn't see anything about them previously putting it in a used barrel. It's just dark, man. Super dark. Yeah, it is. Well, I don't know if it's me right now. See, the dog's barking now because uh, of the malt. I'm having a different experience with this now than I did I'm gonna give the you, last time we tried I'm going to give you my rating. All right, what do you, what do you think? I'm going to give it, and this is not bad. It's just not my profile. I like it. Can't buy, I wouldn't buy a bottle for myself, which I said that before. So... 80, 80, 79, 80. 80? Yeah. I'm going to say an 81. Yeah. 79, 80. For 81 me. for me. It's, uh... If you're a scotch lover out there and you want to get into American whiskey, this could be for you. Man, I, I almost take that back and say 80. I agree with 80. I got the right to do that. Yeah. It's your podcast, man. Do whatever just, you want. It it yeah. should it should impress you more when it's lower in the bottle and more flavor comes out, but the more the flavor that came out in this, the less I liked it. Which is a shame because you know that oxidized sweet vermouth note going on there is bothersome. It, uh, I, I don't it. like that at all. I get it. I mean, that's no good. Yeah. That can ruin a Manhattan. You don't yeah, want that. This is not a mixer. No. No. Not even close. Well, if you want huge amounts of oak and dark dried fruits and uh, <laughs> over, like overripe... I hate to say Dark this. Fruit. No, no discredit to Balconis. All love for them because of what they do with their Asian presses for two years. They give their stuff a lot of character. But in these previous episodes that we have, last episode, Peanutty. This episode, Balconis. With the old granddad. And then last episode, the Nakri 12 year. Yeah. In first place. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, comes in sure. third. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and this this episode, unfortunately, we don't have world-class whiskeys, but 
We've got, we've covered our bases. You know, we're doing it all. Oh, the world-class whiskeys are coming. Yeah. We're, we can't <laughs> do world-class every day. <laughs> yeah. So. We could, but we, we, we want to keep your mouth watering. That's what I do. And those, those, those ears glistening to win in the hear what we're going to do next. Because we've got, we got some, we got some top-notch stuff, people. Now we're not one, amateurs. I don't know if I mentioned the price of this. This is like, like $60 a bottle. Yeah, 70 60 to 70 Yeah. And like that, I said, that this had is a just, it's just that me. And I'm not discrediting it. I like it, but I, I wouldn't buy a bottle for myself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe you guys see us, see us on the live soon. Maybe. Two guys, love whiskey. Trying to cover it all. There you go. I don't know if I want to say that every time. I don't know. Come I don't on, know man, if I... say it. <laughs> to, to, Slogan, man. Can we on. put our shoulders back to back? And turn <laughs> to the camera? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> just like, just remember. Two guys that love whiskey. Trying to cover it all. We'll see where we get. See ya.